talk loud like ah can you talk that loud i can try test it go say what you say ah ah <laughs> <laughs> hey what's up y'all it's the vinnie rock podcast uh i got a special guest here she is incredibly gorgeous <laughs> i got my wife here with me in studio not in studio in a room uh in my sister's house uh first before we get started in the podcast i want to talk about my sponsors doom, 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 doom. Core Medical Group. Tell me what you think about Core Medical Group. You're allowed to talk. Your no. opinions. It's okay. You can <laughs> no. you can mess up. It's like a radio show, but not so serious. Do you like do you like the fact that I got on Core Medical Group? Yes, I you, do. You feel like it's helped a lot? Yes, it has. Yeah. See? Yeah, see? Proof it's in the fucking pudding. My wife said that herself, and she's not forced to say it. She's actually scared to say it. Truth is, we love it. You guys should love it, too. Go check out Core Medical Group. Here's a cool thing, man. Which kind of goes hand in hand with the podcast that I want to talk about, and is why I invited you to come talk here, babe. Talk a little louder, babe. Um, but we were going through the process of IVF. IVF is how, what is IVF? How do you break that down to words? It's um, what is it? Do we do we know? In vitro. In vitro, right? In vitro. Yeah. So in vitro essentially is we. We're working on having a kid together. If you guys understand our situation, we've already explained millions of times. We are a blended family, but we have none together. A lot of people think we do. A lot of people think the kids all look like each other. But truth is, we have none together. And so we went through the process of IVF. And in doing so, just so you guys are aware, you have to contact Core Medical Group so that they can change the regimen that you're on already to make sure that your package is fruitful <laughs> so just trying to say it in the most clean and respectful and proper way possible uh yeah so you guys make sure you, if you guys are on trt if you guys are with core medical group and you're thinking about having a baby contact them they'll change up your your uh, normal regimen to something that is more suitable for someone going through ivf treatments um the owner himself has gone through it i have gone through it and we have both been successful so bing bang boom fuck yes that's core medical group check them out you guys don't forget they will ship it to you directly to your house to your front fucking door anywhere in the united states of america hit them up get your blood work done get your blood work done get your blood work done boom next willie peach chocolates have you eaten any no i haven't what happened with the moab oh that one was hot <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy right yes so she doesn't need anything spicy at all, and we decided to test how hot it was going to be, and just the tip of her tongue burned her mouth, right? Yes, it was horrible. <laughs> That's great. You guys, don't forget, Willie Peach Chocolates makes chocolates of all different Scoville units, even some that have none at all. It's like a s'mores candy. The kids love that one. That's their favorite, right? It was graham crackers, marshmallows, and just chocolate, right? Something yeah. like that. Um, and, and the kids love it. You guys, check them out. They have all kinds of different ranges. If you like spicy foods, if you like chocolate, if you like spicy and sweet together... Go hit up fucking Willie Peach Chocolates. Fuck yeah. Core Medical Group. I already said them. Perseverance Survival. <laughs> Perseverance Survival. Did you see those those little ranger panties that I got with tiger oh, stripe? Yes. Don't you love those? Yes. 
<laughs> she hates him. She, you got to speak to the mic, though, babe. She absolutely hates him, but I love them. Uh, they're comfortable. Obviously, I don't wear them in public because I'm not a ranger anymore, so I can't be looking that weird. But I do wear them around the house when appropriate. Or uh, what I want to do is wear them outside so we can tan later. No. What are you into the backyard? No one's going to see us. We're fine. Go check out Perseverance Survival. They got some new ranger panties out there. They're awesome. They got BDU patterns, multi-cam patterns, digital cam. Uh, it, honestly, just super proud of what they've been doing. Uh, an active duty military uh, personnel. He is kicking ass. Him and his wife are running the company. And they're kicking butt. So you guys check them out. Support them. They're veteran owned. They're studs. And I love them. Also, don't forget Beyond Clothing. That's something we got to contact Beyond because we're supposed to do some photo shoots with them. Some outdoor expeditionary layered systems. You guys want to go out into the cold? You guys want to go hiking the mountain? You guys want to go climbing Mount Rainier? You guys want to go check out check out volcanoes? Well, you need to get dressed correctly, and you're going to wear Beyond Clothing. Boom, boom, boom. My wife's looking at me like, what? <laughs> In a cool, dark room. Boom, boom, boom. That's it with our sponsors today, right? Anything else I can think of? I think that's everything. That's everything. That's everything. But you can think, I mean, look, we also own... Lead Singer's Whiskey, which is in many, many different states now, which is growing. Hopefully, by the end of the year, we'll be in every single state. 52 states, right? There's 52 of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> when I was younger, I believed there was 52 states. I swear to you. I don't know why. And so, it's funny. When I say, I always have to check myself. I say, it's 50 states. We have 50 yeah. states. Not 51 for some reason, right? Not Puerto Rico's not, not one? Puerto Rico's not one? No. Not yet. If you guys don't know, my wife is 100%... Puerto Rican, so I give her a lot of little shit for that one. Um, another sponsorship, well, I mean, not really sponsorship, another company we own is Warfighter Tobacco. Warfighter, we're going to be going to, uh, actually, I, we got to figure out those dates. The, the cigar convention is coming up soon. They gave me the dates, so I'll let you know which those are. You, we might have to drive and meet there. I think it's in July? No? I think it's late June. Yeah. So we'll figure that one out. Um, my favorite cigar, hands down, Victor Cigar, a little bit pricey. Because they are upscaled um, cigar, but if you're going to be doing some kind of, uh, you know, what, what do people smoke cigars? People having a baby, they, they 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 hand out cigars. That's a very good cigar to hand out to. You don't smoke baby in the you don't smoke in the baby's face. That's a little fucking crazy, but. To celebrate, um, bachelor parties, guys buy buy them. Uh, birthday parties, you know, whatever the case, you know, you guys want to celebrate. All of our cigars, I believe, I, I strongly believe in them. They're very, I'm very proud to be an owner of Warfighter Tobacco. But if I'm going to splurge and get fancy, it's a fucking victory cigar. And you know what? I haven't smoked a victory cigar in a while. So today, tonight, I'm going to go out. We're going out with Michael Brodrick and his wife. And we, well, me and Michael, are going to smoke a cigar. Fucking hey, here we go. Let's get to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Hello. You got to speak closer to the microphone, babe. There you go. I mean, okay. it should touch your lips. Yeah, I know it's uncomfortable. Um, so I brought my wife on here because honestly, you know, I've been getting a lot of messages about they love the diversity of this podcast. I, I have on guys that talk about all kinds of different things. But the one I always get comments on is when I talk about family. Like I, these are these are just true life scenarios and things that are going on. So if you guys want to know what's going on in our life right now, it's going through in vitro. We were going through in vitro for a past month, correct? Yeah. 
Well, the process, it's been a couple months. Process has been a couple months. And so understanding what you guys got to do or what we had to do, because they check both of our histories. They check what our issue is. And the reason why we had to go through in vitro, we decided to go that route. So then we didn't, because we didn't want to go reverse, try and reverse uh, tubes tied or or my, my vasectomy. And if we reversed it and for some reason it didn't work, well, then we'd have to go through the process. And so we felt what was going to be the least invasive to our bodies that we can continue to maintain our, our lifestyle, meaning work, taking care of kids and everything else. Um, we think that we thought IVF would be best for us. And as far as everything's turned out, I've been pretty happy with, with how everything's turned out. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, uh, were fortunate enough to be able to fertilize a few eggs and we, what do they call it? They, when they, when they, when they implant, correct? Yes. So we implanted today is nine days. Yeah, day nine. So we impl- after the implant. after the implant. So day nine after the implant. And just so you guys know, if you guys have a vasectomy, okay, that does not mean that your testicles are not producing semen or sperm. What is the proper word for it? Sperm. Sperm. Yes, because semen is like the combination of the two, right? Yeah. The fluids and the- okay. So it doesn't mean your 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 testicles. <laughs> don't don't giggle <laughs> like a kid when I say testicles she giggles uh, doesn't mean your testicles are not producing sperm and so I was real questioning about this like man I've had my vasectomy for I had my vasectomy for nine years just so you know nine years and being on TRT I was nervous that maybe I, I didn't do something right either way I got onto with, with like I said core medical group we 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 upped my H HCG levels to make sure that. You know, the boys were, were, were good. And um, we went and did the surgery. They went directly into um, my testicles and, and removed, or they called extracted sperm. And so any of you guys that are listening here that have a vasectomy and are thinking about having a baby and thinking about getting a reversal to try and have a kid, I've, I promise you this was the easiest route. If some of you have problems, if the male has problems, there's a guy, Dr. Hotelling is who we use. To Hotelling, right? Or yeah, Hotelling, yeah. Hotelling. And that's that's our, is that our doctor or is that my doctor? That's your doctor. My doctor, right? Yeah. Young dude. He's, he's published, I think, a hundred and something different times in the, in the, in the genre of men's health. So, um... From libido to 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 you know extraction of, of sperm from from vasectomies all kinds of men's health. This guy is dude. He's he's probably five years older than me. He's a young doctor. He's a stud. Really cool cat. Um, really happy that that we met him. And then I actually looked him up, and we realized that he's one of the top known guys in the United States for this procedure. And so if you guys are having troubles, if you're a male and you're having troubles, hit me up. I'll give you directly his fucking information. He works out of Utah. He also heads out to the East Coast sometimes, but he's not hard to get a hold of. And this guy and him and his partner do spectacular work. And so, like I said, they were able to extract um, sperm and we were able to continue the process of the, the IVF treatments. So my wife's uh, estrogen levels originally, I think the normal rate is around 75. Once we start doing all the shots, I mean, they jumped up to, what was the highest we saw them at? Something like 1,500? Uh, no, they at the very end, it was almost 2,000. 2,000. The numbers of 2,000, I mean, her estrogen levels were through the freaking roof. Um, and that was all. They just get her body prepared to, to, one, extract the eggs. You know, they're, they're putting her through her ovulation, if, if you will. Um, so she has her cycle. And at, during that time, they remove the eggs. And they remove as many eggs as they possibly can. And so then they can fertilize as many eggs as they possibly can. And then they find which is the strongest embryo. Embryo is what they called it, right? Yes. Yeah, which is the strongest embryo 
to implant to give us the best chances of having a kid. Now, understand, we are too healthy. Now, we're definitely older than probably younger people, right? But we're not as old as some of the other individuals that are trying to have kids. So we had high rate of success potential, right? Where like people, they assumed we were going to be fine because of our ages and because we never personally, either of us have ever had problems, um, um, I guess, having a kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the word, right? Conceiving. Conceiving. Yeah. Well, say it, baby. You got a microphone, girl. I want to correct you. No, correct me. I don't care. I'm not right. I don't know what I'm saying. So now fast forward. Uh, we are nine days after. Again, we, what do they call it? Um, the transfer, the embryo transfer. Embryo transfer date, right? Yeah. So we're nine days from that. Um after five days, we decided to take a pregnancy test. We're not supposed to, right? We're supposed to wait the full, I think it's 15 days. Yeah, it's 12. 12 days? Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we took a pregnancy test that showed a faint line. Um, and, you know, every day since we've taken another pregnancy test because we're excited about it. But at the same time, like, we also know how scary this is. Like, it's a very scary process. It's a very scary time. I can't go out and say that she's pregnant right now because... We don't feel comfortable really telling the world that we're having a kid, like in full, like, hey, everybody, we're proud to be, you know, n- you know, another kid, you know, like gender reveals and all that other shit. Because the fact that we know in the first trimester is very scary time. Um, high levels of stress can cause issues. Um, for some reason, the body can just reject. You know what I mean? E- even when you're doing a pregnancy in the normal, in a normal way, pe- the body can just reject it. And so all these different things, we're making sure that, you know, her diet's on point and stress levels are low. And everything else. And so now here we are. We're waiting and waiting and eating healthy. How do you feel? I feel okay. Do you feel pregnant? No. No? Do you think you're pregnant? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) How's this whole process been for you? I mean, mean, and and on this, and and I say this, I'm going to get a little deep on this. I need you to like really express yourself. Communication is the key. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we, you know... uh, Maybe the conversation we had earlier in the car or the other day was about like, if we met originally, whatever, fucking 10, 15 years ago, we probably would have just had two, maybe three, maybe max four kids together and been done. Yeah. But because of our certain circumstances of, of having our lives before this, and then now meeting at a later age, we already, we, we showed up with kids. And so people say... We have a, you guys have a lot of kids, you know what I mean? Like for me, I'm like, uh, it just feels normal, but I think, you know, I, so I, I just kind of want to know how, how do you feel? Like, you know, did you think you were ever going to want to have another kid? And then when we met, I mean, it was kind of like, it just made sense, you know, or, or I, I just want to know like how you feel about it. Um, I thought I was done. That's why I got my tubes tied. Yeah. Um, cause I was okay with two kids. Yeah. But then now that we have the blended family, it only makes sense to have like our own kid. What do you mean by that? It only makes sense. I don't know. It kind of joins everything together. Right, right. That's kind of how I feel. Like we talked about, like people are like seven kids. That's crazy. Like you know, we've we've kind of raised the kids to be very close. Like we talked about that, right? The kids are super close, you know. And it's really cool to watch when when they're gone for the summer. Like right now, they're all gone for the summer. But you have their oldest ones are kind of texting the younger ones and checking on them, you know, whether they're blood related or not blood related. They're just all kind of communicating together, no matter what. It's like this family dynamic that we've essentially kind of nurtured nurtured them into um and having this kid is is kind of the cool it's kind of like um i think this this kid i mean with or without this kid we were fine right right? with or without we have our kids we have our family we're good but 
it felt right to make an attempt. I guess that's really the, you know, cause we've talked like, what if we couldn't have a kid, right? It yeah. would be hard, but at the same time, like we accept that we're happy with what we have completely yeah. happy. Like, you know, this, this, this kid isn't going to define our relationship, but at the same time, if we were able to, it made sense to, to make an attempt to have a kid. And this kid is kind of the one that's going to kind of tie the family together. Right, kind of yeah. like no matter what now, like they have to, you know, hopefully when they get older in the 30s, they're like, hey, we got to check on, you know, our brother. You know, we have to yeah. make sure our sister, whoever it is. It ties them all together. Ties them no all together. What. Yeah, no yeah. matter what. So, so when Big Poppy and Mama's gone, they, they, they still have reasons to, to be a family. Right? Yeah. Sounds right. Somebody, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me ask, what do you, what do you, uh, do you want a boy or a girl? Girl. Why a girl? Their clothes are cuter. <laughs> <laughs> Their clothes are cuter. Yes, baby clothes are cuter with girls. Boys, you don't have too many options. Oh, my goodness. And you can't do their hair. Oh, yeah, you can. You throw back to barbershop, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to choose, I'd probably choose a boy. Why? I don't know. I think, I think a boy uh, is just, an, just another boy playing sports. Girls play sports as well. Um, another boy to carry on the name, the Vargas name. Um, I don't know. I think it's, I think the biggest challenge in my life has probably been to raise the boys to be good men because it's, that's a tough thing, but I think I probably will get it right this time. (laughs) Hopefully, I don't know. You know, it's hard. It's, 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 I think a boy, I don't know. Just the boy sounds, sounds cool. You know, and, and if you guys are listening you know, I, I shouldn't tell someone if I was like, I don't, I've never really been a part of this whole process. I've either been gone at work, been completely disconnected from life, right? Just focusing on what's good for me and not like, you know, and so now this time in my life, this is the first time I'm really feel of being a part of the process and excited about the process, maybe because I'm older, you know what I mean? And, and I'm softer as in like an emotionally softer, (laughs) right? Like I'm emotionally more available to, to appreciate the process of what we're doing. And so, uh, it's been crazy when you, when you sent me that picture of the pregnancy test, I got emotional, like, Whoa. And it probably doesn't feel still that we're pregnant, right? Because we're just kind of just, you know, pissing on a stick and seeing what happens, you know, (laughs) but (laughs) a little gross. I (laughs) got, but, um, you know, when we, when we hear from the doctor and also I think when, when we're up to a couple months of knowing, Scary. We'll see. How do you feel? Fine, I guess. (laughs) I'm waiting for them to tell us for sure. Oh my goodness. So if there's seven, do you think about an eight? Um, (laughs) Well, definitely if it's a boy. No way. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to drive a fucking school bus. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Uh, right now we're here in Los Angeles, California. She here, for, she's here for the break and, uh, we're just spending time together working on a few things. Um, my mother-in-law will be getting, uh, can I say it? Yeah. Okay. My mother-in-law is getting married in July. And so we're getting some things for the, for the wedding, uh, here in LA and we're getting things organized as well as, you know, she's coming to set with me and working on set and helping out around there. And, uh, we're just meeting some friends for drinks and well, not drinks. No. Because you can't drink water water, and not even coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Just water. But it's been cool. We've been having a good time. Um, it's a trip. You know, I get a lot of messages about family, about life, 
about kids. And, you know, I thought it'd be fair to just have my wife on here and, and try and get her comfortable being in front of the microphone so she can be on here more often. Um, my last podcast, I talked about our dog. Uh. I know. Super sad. You know, and so I talked about how the dogs are part of our family, right? And and how that was a really tough time for us and how like, you know, we're trying to not upset you, right? At this time with a baby, you know, because yeah. the baby's so important and, and, and trying to, and also finding the acceptance that, you know, we as a family did everything we possibly could, you know? And I thought like, I can't even think about getting another dog for a no. long time. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's heartbreak. It, it hurts. Is. It's sad and it hurts everyone. It hurts everyone. Yeah. To watch that ripple effect of pain go through all the kids and having to deal with that was tough. Super tough. And so I talked about that, but oh my goodness. We're in the process right now of looking for a house. That's another cool thing that's happening in our, in our life, right? Yeah. We're not, we, we found a house. We put up an offer and we're trying to see if we can get uh, approved. Uh, the VA stuff is kind of a pain in the ass, but uh, that's a cool thing for the family. Home is in Utah. How do you think about, what do you think about Utah? People always trip out when I tell them I live in Utah. Yeah, I like it. I don't know. It's a lot different from Texas. Yeah. But what I is like it about, because cause you are a, a lifetime Texas girl. Like, no, she's a, my wife's a military brat, so obviously moved around a lot. But at a young age, they kind of got settled into San Antonio and were very fortunate to stay there for the, for the rest of uh, her father's military career. And, and she's a Texas girl. When I say Texas girl, y'all and all that is, is, is her thing. She, uh, you know, she was 4-H, right? Was oh, it f- I did FFA. FFA, excuse me. She was school. FFA. She, um, she was a, a pig. Goat. Uh, oh, excuse me. A goat. Your friend was a pig, right? <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, she yeah. was a, a goat, uh, shower show. I don't know how they, what's the word? What's yeah, the verb? She showed goats. Yeah. <laughs> so she's a, an extremely crazy animal lover. One day I'll give her the ranch that she deserves. <laughs> but, you know, so I never thought that she would want to move from Texas. When, when we, we met, I kind of assumed that I'd probably, you know, she's going to be close with her family and she wanted to stay there. But eventually, you know, we kind of came to the agreement. Like, let's just move in together. We moved to El Paso. Or that was home. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, the acting kind of took off for us. It was kind of crazy. So the acting got busy and we decided, like, we can really live anywhere we want. Um and then we went to go film in Utah, and I think that was it, right? Yeah. What was it about Utah when you first got there? The mountains. <laughs> <laughs> and the snow, because it was covered in snow. It's covered in snow, right? Yeah. something we don't get to experience every day. And the mountains are crazy. I remember when you, when you, got, to, um, when you got to El Paso, that was something. We were driving, yeah. and she'd look out the window, like, all oh, the mountains. Yeah, because San Antonio is so flat. Yeah. And I never realized that. Oh, yeah. You got to speak louder and closer to the mic. <laughs> It's okay. But yeah, so Utah, Utah is it. And so we got there. It's been good. Like Utah is that place where like, I don't want to tell people about because I don't want it to get overcrowded. But like, I can't deny how I haven't thought twice. You know what I mean? And I asked you before, you know, the checks and balances in the relationship. Like, Hey, are you happy here in Utah? Is everything good? And you've been good. Yeah. No, I love it there. Yeah. Yeah. Good sports. Yeah. They have good food. It's it's actually like a normal city in like San Antonio or, or yeah, LA. Yeah, you or have pretty much everything there. Everything you ever ask for, mm-hmm. n- nothing different. Um, for some reason, I, I didn't think that. Right, I, I just thought about Utah. Like it's probably not going to have very big. Yeah, you know, no, it's a fucking actual city. Yeah, and it's a big city. It's a big city, yeah. and we're close to like the cool thing is the staycation in Park City, right? Like, yeah. sh- go to Park City and enjoy that. Snowboarding. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> So you want to do snowboarding again? I'll try it again. Yeah? Yes, with padding. You want to get into skiing instead or what? 
probably. Probably. We had a rough snowboarding experience. We did a three-day <laughs> lesson. Three-day lesson, right? Something like that? Two-day lesson? No, it was just a one-day. One-day We lesson? were originally going to do the three-day Yeah, and we, we just couldn't make it. Yeah. Too sore, beat up, and bruised. Yeah. That was a rough one. I did skate. I skateboarded for a long time, so snowboarding wasn't too difficult. But I mean, there's some hard falls, definitely. And then uh, it was Christy's first time really trying it, and um, it was rough. It was rough on us. <laughs> it was. The falls hurt. Uh, so tell me, tell me, tell me. Being in a blended family, were you nervous at first? Um, a little bit. Like what? Yeah, to see how the kids were gonna take to me. Yeah. That's always hard, right? Yeah. Well, because you want them to be comfortable, and then it's, you know, different for them as it is for someone else coming into the picture. Yeah. No, that's always hard. And then hard. as well with, you know, my two kids. Yeah. With the whole situation. Yeah. You know? And so it's always hard. It's always hard. Do you feel real... I feel like, you know, people say... What was it? We were researching this, right? And it said something like it takes somewhere around seven years for a blended family to get fully... To really, like, connect. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't agree with it in our in our sense. I didn't feel like it. Yeah. T- I think there's everyone's pretty connected already, and I so think they went pretty quick. Yeah, maybe because they're young. That's probably what it was. Probably maybe because they're young. But uh, it's crazy. So if you guys are listening, some of you might know, some of you might not know, but we have two nine year olds, who, who actually one's ten now. Mm-hmm. But um, the two nine year olds, one ten now, um, look very similar, and one's a boy and one's a girl. They're three months apart. So we call them our twins and we call them our twins because they're very similar. Like they act the same. They look the same. Um, they're super connected to each other. And so we started calling them twins because like, I think people like, just started identifying like, oh, are they twins? We're like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a it's a cool dynamic where when that happened, we were like, man, this, this family's really tight. But then our kids all kind of look similar. And so it made things even more interesting because people would people just assumed they were all our kids yeah you, you know? can't tell yeah who's and it, a who's. Yeah, who's a who's and so um it's three th- we have three boys three girls um the oldest four are are you know mine and the younger two are are christie's and um but if you look at them in a family picture you'll never pick that out which is cool i think yeah. it's fucking kind of a testament that that it made sense you know, I think, I don't know. It's, no, I agree. And it, I think it makes it easier for them. Yeah, it know? makes it easier for them too, right? Just to, to feel they more connected. The same. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to pick them apart. Starla's got my tan though, you know. <laughs> but they say she looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me when it, when my, my style of raising kids is stern. Yes. Yes. Is it over the top? Maybe in some places. Sometimes. Pla- maybe in some places. But you're kind of the balance to that, right? Would you, yeah. would you say? It's like, so. it reminds me of my parents sometimes, right? How my mom knows how to talk to my dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, my dad's kind of a nut. You know, he's kind of a, he's a really tough dude. But I know there's places that are uncomfortable for the kids to come to me about, which is, which is, I think every father has those areas that are like hard to um, open up uh, their opinion, you know, dating, yeah. um, you know what's appropriate for females to dress things like that you know what i mean and and i think you 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 understand the same like we're on the same page with 90 percent of that stuff but then there's some yeah. things that i'm like like belly button piercing right we're talking about that one right and i'm yeah. like i'm why like why the fuck would bell need one you, you know what <laughs> i mean like that makes no fucking sense and you're like well it doesn't bother me and so when you say it doesn't bother you i'm like well shit why well may, am i being too hard or what what do you think 
I don't know. I think she's your oldest daughter, so it's going to be hard. Yeah. But I was 16 when I got mine, so. It's a lot of 16-year-olds get them at 16, right? Yeah. That's usually about the age. Is there some issues that you can be worried about with that? I, th- I thought there was, like, issues. Can, like, you know, can a belly button piercing become an infection and now you can't have kids? No. It can become an infection and your body can reject it. Oh. But all it's going to do is close up. I don't know it why It just she... depends on how she takes care of it. <laughs> Her old freaking belly's going to fall <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, but do you, do you feel like my parenting style was similar to maybe your dad's? Yeah, I think so. It's just the military, I think. Yeah, do you think that made it, why it made things a little bit more comfortable in how we raise our kids is very similar? Yeah. That's, a, that's an important one. I think there's a lot of, a lot of families that probably argue about how, how do you, what do you say, I guess, discipline your kids and things like that, you know? Um, and we kind of see, we see eye to eye pretty much on most of that. We had, we had some difficulties with the wrestling thing and, and star, yeah. right? Because it's hard to know when to tell your kid it's okay to quit something or not. And I was fighting with that and you, you know, you were siding with her and it doesn't offend me. It was just like, I, I just really believed in what I believed, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tell I me. think it offended you a little bit. I was offended. I was, I'm not offended. I just feel like, uh, you know, the fight space, the the the, the, the sports space. I'm sweating over here for you guys. You guys can't see this. Are you stressed out? I'm a little stressed out. But um, no. I I mean, I feel like I really believed. I understood what she was going through, and it wasn't she wanted to quit because of any other reason of the fact that she had a tough loss. That's what I think. And yeah. and and knowing that world of it, I feel like I knew it on a, on a more uh, personal level than you did. Not saying that you know uh, you've you've had your losses in sports and in cheer and all this stuff, but when it comes to like that one on one competition, I felt like I understood it more, and I wa- and I wanted her to, I needed her to fight through that. You know, now she's talking about not wrestling again, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? This is time number three because you don't let her quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does she want to do instead? I think she said softball. Softball, just you guys she know. She wants first to do year, softball year round. It was her first year softball. She had zero hits. She had plenty of errors. She's very new to the game, <laughs> and and <laughs> just so everyone knows where my my side of this comes from. So I feel like I'm at least defending myself. She is terrible at softball. That doesn't mean she can't get better, right? right. I mean, yeah. no, I'm being honest. I'm like, being no, honest. Yeah. She's terrible at softball. But she loves it. Cool. That's a good thing for parents. That you love it. That's good. We can always work on her getting better. So that doesn't bother me. Baseball is a hard sport. Softball is a hard sport. Um, but she's ranked in the state of Utah in wrestling. She's probably going to be ranked top five this year. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You admit that. She had Yes. Yes. Yeah. She was eight last year. Yeah, so last year and this year she, she had, had to have gone up. probably three times more pins. Yeah. And so understand. So, so now you see where I'm coming from. Like, she is genuinely... Um, she has a skill. She has a talent for wrestling. That you can't deny that, right? No, she's good. Yeah, but she wants to quit. But if she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't want to do it. But don't you think there's a, there's a space there where we as parents have to push her a little bit? To an extent. And what's that extent? Until she doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I think she's it's she's only young once. No, that's true. But don't we don't stop her from doing much other things? No. If she like if she wanted to get into cheerleading now, it's like all right, the door's open for cheerleading, go. Right? If she wanted to do volleyball, whatever. Whatever. But like 
as a 13 year old girl she's actually 14 now she's no, 14 she'll be 14 oh she's in the a eighth. couple weeks yeah. yeah so 13 turning 14 gonna be her first year in high school um part of me we both know what that's like showing up to high school for the first time yeah. scary as fuck right Showing up to a school and also also trying to, whether you're trying to impress or at least fit in and just feel comfortable, weird situation, right? Yeah. And, but we also know Star. How uncomfortable is she with that? She's uncomfortable in new places. She is. She's so quiet. the first thing she says, what's going to make my life more uncomfortable is joining a new wrestling team. That's where I see, that's where I think, uh, see, I try and break it down like that. And I'm being serious. I try and break, <laughs> she's looking at me like. <laughs> I think you're just planning like this whole scenario. No. I, I am, I am war gaming the realities of life and raising kids and saying what are all the things she's potentially going to be going through and why could she why would she think of a decision like this because you and I know when she's wrestling and she's doing good she she talks about wrestling like crazy yeah she gets into the wrestling and so it's like what is it that keeps flipping that switch for her I think she's just embarrassed to wrestle 100% why is that Exactly. I don't know. It's not girly. She's really girly. Yeah, she's really girly, and it's not a girly sport. But who said it's not girly, right? Society. Yeah. Right? People see it as not girly. There's no reason for a girl that can't wrestle. It doesn't mean that she's butch or dyke or any. I mean, and she is who cares, right? Like, like there's, there's, there shouldn't be labeled as that. But that's what it is to me. She wants to quit because of society's views on wrestling, not hers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's where I have trouble saying, okay, cool. Whatever makes you happy, baby. Like, no, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> because that's what people do, right? They, they, they lay down to what their kids emotionally are making decisions. They're emotionally making decisions that are not thought out, that are not like well processed, right? I think it's the easiest decision for her to make is to, hey, let me not go to high school and be uncomfortable for the first year by trying to wrestle. That's like in her head. What's the easiest route possible? Easiest route is to show up to school and not do fucking shit, just try and look pretty and get through their classes. That's the easiest fucking route she's going to take. That's what she's trying to take, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Me as a dad, I'm saying, er, pump the brakes, girlfriend. You know what I mean? Why take the easiest fucking route when you should challenge yourself? Why not try and be a wrestler? Why not go out there and, and fucking show them how good you are at wrestling? She's going to have a really good fucking first season. Because she's good at wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. But she, she will never get to that if us as parents just say, all right, cool, you can quit. And that's where, that's my head is like, now there's a balance there. There is yeah. a balance there that I'm really bad at. Because at one point, she's really just going to want to quit because it's not in her heart. And at that point, I have to find a way to identify that. You know what I mean? And when it is. You know, I just, it's hard for me to see someone who, out of all of our kids right now, Bell, huh, how do I say this? Star has shown the most potential to, pl to be able to qualify for an Olympic level type wrestling. All of them have a potential. But Star has probably shown the most of her abilities now, right? Yeah, she has the most fight. Yeah, she has the most fight. Bell, Bell's still working on her mental side of it. That's where she's falling weak. Um, Taylor's still so young. We don't know what the future is with her wrestling. Holden, who knows if he even wants to wrestle anymore. Jarek, he's still, you know, very, very little. And <laughs> it's hard <Yeah>. to watch. <laughs> but, like, she's the one that, that you see some promise. And so... so I don't know. I guess it's the hardest thing for me to watch someone do, to uh, waste talent based off of trying to take the easiest route possible in life. Look at you, right? It could have been easy for you to quit cheerleading at a young age, you know, yeah. competition and everything, but you kept going through it, right? And you were able to, to you were able to reach a very high level of cheerleading that most people haven't, of tumbling, of co competition tumbling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a different thing. Is tumbling easy? 
No. No. It takes a lot of practice. A lot of practice. You're doing flips. You're doing. You're doing tucks. You're doing. I don't know. I'm just saying shit. I don't you're know. Right. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Backhand springs. Backhand springs. You know, all these things take uh, training practice. Really easy to do. When you hurt your ankle, you had a very serious ankle injury. Did you quit? No. No. You healed up and you went back. Yeah. Those are the things that like. We face adversity in our lives, but right now, a lot of people are raising kids very simple and, and, and allowing them to quit. So these kids never face adversity. They never face hardships. And, and so then they go through life as an adult, like, oh my God, I fucking broke up my boyfriend. Life's over. You know what I mean? Oh my God, my, I got fired from my job. Life's over. Like this was fucking, it's this extreme left and right. It's extreme. You either win or you fucking completely lose. Like it's actually, you fucking win or you learn, Right. Right. What we teach our kids in wrestling, like, hey, learn from that loss. It's okay. It's We've never bashed our kids for losing. I get mad at my kids for giving up. I get mad at my kids for not working hard. I get mad at my kids for not having good sportsmanship. Right? Why do why, whatever I want to compete in jujitsu? Why? Because I want to show them how to lose. To show them, yeah. Yeah, because I know I'm going to lose. Right? Because I know I'm. I haven't been practicing like these guys. I'm not. A, I'm not a lifetime jujitsu guy. I've just done it for so many years. But my job is to try and show them by example because they all think that I'm going to lose and scream and fucking throw a fit. Right? You even sometimes think I might. You might. <laughs> <laughs> but the goal for me and these kids is to, to show them how to win and lose. And um, I'm okay with them losing. I just, I'm not okay with them quitting. I'm not okay with them taking the easiest route. And that, that is something I think a lot of parents do. I think a lot of parents give them the easiest route. Look, when we were young, we had no option. You didn't have an option to quit. No. no, you didn't have an option to quit. No, fuck no. They'd be like, well, then what are you going to do? You got to do something. Go fucking go. Now, now you go race horses or some shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you would have had to, your dad and mom would have had you do something. You know what I mean? And my, I wouldn't, my dad didn't let me quit. I it, didn't want to quit though. Right. Well, that's the difference. That's the other thing we talk about. Like how come none of our kids have fallen in love with any sport yet? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a weird one. Cause I fell in love with baseball. I fell in love with baseball. I don't know. Either way. Oh my God, we're gonna have to do this more, babe, and you're gonna have to talk a little bit more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna be comfortable talking. Do you see how it's just a conversation? Yes. You feel a little bit better about it now. A little bit. Anything? Any specific topic you want to talk about next? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Tattoos, maybe. Sure. What's your next tattoo? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, Mama, I love that you're here with me today. Um. You guys listening, you know, we're still going through the process. We, we, you know, hopefully everything, you know, fingers crossed and God willing, we are, we'll be able to have another baby. Yeah. If it's not this time, it'll be a next time, but we're hoping everything stays good now. Um, we appreciate everything you guys do for us. If you guys have any questions, any other topics you want us to talk about, I can invite my wife anytime. I am married to the women. So, uh, <laughs> so you guys, thank you for listening to the Vinny Rock Podcast. You want to say bye? Bye. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Bye.